Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the role of 2010 die. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. How are you doing today, Jordan? Just really quick, I want to say, just after all of that, guess who almost forgot to hit record? You? I'm guessing you. Because, I I mean, yes, I'm the only only option there is. But how are you doing today, Cody? I'm doing doing well. Doing pretty good? Yeah, do you want to know? Do you want to know what I'm really excited about, Jordan? You're about to we're you, like you're about to throw up some weird stuff on your screen because I saw you typing stuff and I'm like, I'm scared of what's about to happen. No, I was just telling some people that I'm doing a live show, Jordan. Do you know what I'm currently holding in my hand? Kombucha that you made for yourself. It's my homebrewed kombucha. Here, here, we're gonna get you're, we're gonna get some ASMR. You are truly a trash. Oh, frick! I can't open it. There it is. Do you God, hear it? I wish, yes, I heard it. No one wants. This is not good TV. This is not good. It's Home good for Brucha, me, as Alex has said on the stream. Home Brucha. Yeah, it's it's the best. I have I to pour it through a strainer because it's chunky because ew, there's bacteria ew, living ew, in it. Ew, yeah, it's real ew. gross. So, Kelly, otherwise we're you gonna, get like, nuggets. We have some time for people to get on. And one thing I wanted to talk about before our usual like, what have you been doing thing is I I, I want to talk about um this text that you sent earlier about how you think you like Mills because of anime, and I really yeah, want to know. That. I just want to know more about that. Message. I was just watching an anime, and I'm like, yeah, you, you know, were watching. Just, first of all, I, you were watching Castle of the Sky, the one I told you not to watch because I was going to recommend it on our next recommendation. And you're just like, now nah, I'm going to watch it anyways. Well, I just saw it, and I was like, I'll throw this on, and so I was watching it, and there was just some very, very pretty, pretty motherly figures, you know. Yeah, when you said that, I thought you meant the um, Mother of the Sky Pirates, and I was like, oh, Cody. No, that's <laughs> you not got some seriously bad days because um, I think she's just called Mama or whatever. Like yeah, that is, is not a pretty. Mama. That is not a pretty lady. That is no. Mama. She is a fun character, though. I she, like love dude, her character because I thought the movie, like especially Sky Pirates and Law, I thought it was gonna be more serious, but they were the best. But yeah, since you messed up and ruined my recommendation, how do you like Castle in the Sky? Um, I really enjoyed it. So I had seen it before. Oh, I thought yeah. I had, but I didn't remember it. Like I didn't remember that that anime belonged to that name. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's great. It's Miyazaki, right? Yes, yeah, Miyazaki is Ghibli. Also, thank yeah. you for subscribing. Please don't because I have not made emotes yet. I'm lazy and I'm sorry, but thank you for subscribing, Lady High Sibling Highheart. You're gonna hear about my weird cult eventually. Um. <laughs> Do they all drink kombucha? Oh, I have Thank some homebrew you, right um, here. Mr. Ginger Ninja for also subscribing. Do you know what's cool about kombucha, though, is when you actually get it to carbonate based on the way you bottle it. You are exciting. an absolute trash person. <laughs> no, this is good for you. It cures everything, so, so according me, to the internet. Castle in the Sky is one of my top Ghibli movies. Like, Where, where does it lay for you? Um, Man, it's like I don't Spirit know if I Mononoke, Castle in the Sky, Porco Rosso. Like, I think it was the one that reminded me most of um, Ponyo. And Ponyo is the most feel-good one. Another attractive mom in that movie, by the way. Maybe it's just... Maybe it's just Studio Ghibli or Ghibli. Yeah, maybe you just like the way Miyazaki does moms. Well, they're always, like, really good characters, too. Like... The the one in um uh Castle in the Sky, it's like this giant miner's wife, you know? Oh. And he's like out in the street flexing against the pirates, and she's just standing there with a frying pan, watching her husband be an idiot. And I'm like, I love her. That, she's the best. It's just that movie's so good because like with the subject matter, like it could have been so serious. And it's yeah, not. it kind of like, got there, like it when there, but it's just re- it's just really lighthearted, like 90% of the movie. 
Yeah, it's it's fun, and, and I love the part too where like, um, what's the kid's name? The little the little boy's name? Bro, I don't remember. Anyways, he's like, like he's like puffing his chest up next to like the big minor <laughs> yes, guy, yes, he is, yeah. and she just like grabs him and pulls him inside. Like, get out of there, kid! <laughs> Stop trying to fight fire. Well, and just like the scene with the pirates where they like flex at each other and then just start punching each other in the gut over and over and over again. They're just fun pirates. It's like fun fantasy pirates rather than like. It reminds and then they me a lot stabbing. of Stardust pirate. The pirates from Stardust. Yeah, 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 yeah. That where it's like, oh yes, they're pirates, so they're supposed to be tough, like scary guys, but they're all like really lighthearted to care really deeply yeah. about each other. It's, it's great. So what else have you been? Oh god, no, we need to talk about it. The Leprechaun movies, Cody. Oh <laughs> wow, yeah, I I'm one Leprechaun movie short, and I kind of burnt out. Yeah, um, no, really, you burnt out of Leprechaun movies. Can you Surprise. guess which Leprechaun movie it is that I didn't finish? In the Hood Two. In the Hood Two. I haven't, or it's Back to the Hood. Back, sorry, I think. Back to the Hood. Yeah. Which I found out is Leprechaun Seven. Yes, Cody. Yes, because um, what Hood is five, isn't it? Hood is five. Space is four. That makes no sense. Right? Here's what I hate yeah, about the Leprechaun. Yeah, they jumped the shark, and then they like kind of unjumped the shark but it was still a jump of the shark and it's just like what are you guys doing well so we talked about like you know like i messaged you and i'm like jordan do you think that leprechaun in the hood like is so racist it goes around the horn back to being unracist i and then i started watching it i'm like like, it doesn't i don't think it does either it doesn't it's just it's just offensive it's Um, probably like one of the more offensive things i've like because I honestly barely remember that movie, but when you were texting me, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's offensive. That's offensive. Yeah. That's offensive. There's That's just, like, offensive. a lot of, like, very, like, common tropey stereotype things, and I'm like, this doesn't feel fun anymore no. to watch. No, it, um, it is bad. It's harsh, man. But, okay, so here's my issue with the Leprechaun movies, and it's going to be weird that I have, like, kind of a nitpicky issue with the Leprechaun movies. Have, so The fact that you have one issue with them. I have one main issue, and it's inconsistency within the Leprechaun lore. So, <laughs> I have an issue with the Leprechaun movie. It's the lore that's the issue, not the... <clears throat> Go on. No, because here's the thing. Leprechaun 1 is honestly not a terrible movie. No, it's a movie that was clearly made for $5. Yeah, um, It has Jennifer Aniston in it before she mattered. Yeah, which is I forgot cool. that I had her in it. I forgot they got her. She her. can't act. Holy crap, she was bad when yeah, she was, that was like, like one of her like super 18. early ones, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like pre-Friends. You know, it oh, was it was a it was an old please. old movie. But, but then you got to remember that the people of Friends, like, okay, you've been in Leprechaun, so we think you're good for this movie, right? So okay, so here's the thing, you know, like a version of what a leprechaun is, right? So leprechauns, you have a pot of gold. If you steal the pot of gold, you just get the gold, right? Or if you capture the leprechaun, they give you their pot of gold, right? So, okay. Leprechaun In in the hood, did they capture the leprechaun and just get a bunch of weed? No, no, no. By the time you get to In the Hood, the stuff that leprechauns do is bananas. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Um, so, okay, Leprechaun 1, the Warwick only Davis, new thing... Right? Because I think they replaced him in the yes. new one, but it's all... Okay. Well, the, the reboot is, like, totally different. It's, it's like, yeah. a different kind of movie. I actually kind of liked the reboot for reasons yeah, we'll get into in a moment. But, okay, so let me finish my thing about the lore of the Leprechaun movies. Okay, so, Leprechaun 1, the only thing they add is that Leprechauns, like, hate four-leaf clovers, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you show a Leprechaun... If you put a four-leaf clover on a Leprechaun, it freezes, and then you can kill it. So... 
the like trick of how they have to defeat the leprechaun is they have to find a four leaf clover and then they shoot it down the leprechaun's throat and then they can kill the leprechaun, right? Yes. So the only thing they add is leprechauns hate four leaf clovers, which is kind of like the opposite of what I thought yeah, leprechauns right? were about. It, was like, it brought, first it brings luck, so I thought like a four leaf clover was like their thing. Like one of the lucky charms is a four leaf clover, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, oh, then also just that if the leprechaun loses any of his gold, he wants to get it all back. But he, he says a pot of gold throughout the movie, and it's a bag of gold, which I hate. I, they had a props department. What a lying piece of. Well, but it's like, how hard is it to get a bucket and fill it with gold pieces instead of a bag? I think what it is is they didn't have enough gold pieces, or they realized that having someone run around, like in an action sequence, with a pot of gold, or one of the things really about the leprechaun is... He, well, yeah, because his thing is he has to have every single piece, and he's carrying them in a heaped-up bucket and running around. It's like, well, you're going to lose all of your gold. That doesn't matter. So that's Leprechaun 1. Leprechaun 2, all that's out the window. <laughs> Leprechaun 2... Um, <laughs> Leprechaun still wants to get his gold back, except this time, um, it's he wants to get married. So it's like a yes, hundred yes, years is, after yeah. he was gonna marry someone, she sneezed three times, but her dad said bless you, so then the leprechaun didn't get her, right? So Leprechaun 2 is all about him trying to um like find this person who he thought he was gonna marry his like great 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 granddaughter and marry her, right? Whatever. They, it's they gave like the leprechaun a tragic backstory. No, no, no. He was horrible back then, too. Oh. Okay. He was just like, I want to marry her. If she sneezes three times, she's oh, mine. Oh, okay. So it was like, yeah, yes, I must. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't like he was ever a good person. He was just like, I'm going to marry that one. If she sneezes, I'm going to steal hey, her. My, you man, know? It gave Warwick Davis a ton of work, so I can't hate the movies. So, okay. so But then they added that if you steal a leprechaun's gold, you get a wish. Okay. So, like... There's wishes now associated with Leprechaun Gold, and now it is in a bucket. But he just, like, comes out of a tree. So at the end of Leprechaun 1, he dies in a well, like, burned to death in the bottom of a well. Leprechaun 2, that was in Colorado. Leprechaun 2, now he's in Los Angeles in a tree. Okay, sure, <laughs> fine, whatever. And I don't think they'd introduced the necklace yet. Okay, so then... They do this whole thing where you can get wishes, but the leprechaun can like screw you over with the wishes. And it's if yeah, you yeah, get it's like a monkey leprechaun type gold, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you get the leprechaun's gold, you get three wishes, right? That's what's established. More leprechaun wishes. Three, leprechaun three rolls around, and if you have a gold piece from a leprechaun, you get a wish for each gold piece that you have. So now it's like this whole other story where one person gets a gold coin and it keeps getting traded around Las Vegas. And every time a new person gets it, they're able to make a wish. But that doesn't make any sense because one person's already made a wish on that coin. So now it's just any... So you could just... Hypothetically, you could... And it doesn't have, like, the monkey's paw, like... Yeah, okay. It tricks you. It's like you just get a good thing that you wished for. So theoretically, you and your friend could just trade this gold piece back and forth forever and, like, change all of reality, right? Just by handing it back and forth. So the movie's already broken. And then they add a thing where leprechauns are territorial... Even though in the second movie, the leprechaun wanted kids. In the third movie, if you if there's another leprechaun near that leprechaun, he, the leprechaun has a knife and it's like, come. let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if a leprechaun bleeds on you, you turn into a leprechaun. Wait, wait so they added like a werewolf type thing in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there's a were-leprechaun <laughs> fighting the original leprechaun. So you have this character like becoming Irish 
and what? starting to speak in That's rhyme racist. and become obsessed with tiny shoes. Um, so um, that happened in the third one, and then in the fourth room, it's it's just bananas. Yeah, like yeah, it's in space. He's smoking pot. A friend with weed is a friend. In well, no, no, no. The fourth one is in space. Oh, wait, the no, fourth I'm thinking, space. Sorry, it's the fifth one. The fifth one, he's smoking pot. The fourth, the fifth one actually kind of makes sense. The fourth one, though, also in, no. Wait, so he went to space before he just walked over to the hood. How did you get to space before you just walked to the hood? Now you're getting the, the inconsistencies that drive me insane. The third Leprechaun movie oh adds Why are a we thing still talking about this? There's a necklace that he's scared of that has nothing to do with four-leaf clovers. It's just in the third movie, he's introduced as a frozen statue with a necklace on. And if you take the necklace off, he turns into a leprechaun. And to capture him, you have to put the necklace back on. That reappears in Leprechaun 5 in the hood. But it doesn't happen in Leprechaun 4. In Leprechaun 4, it's some other crap. In Leprechaun 4, the plot is that he gets married for political gain to someone, to like a princess that wants to marry him because he is rich. And then he gets blown up by space marines. And one of the space marines pees on him. And then he possesses that space marine's penis. And then gets birthed from the space marine's penis later on. After he gets some recharge time. But then the, the weird thing about that movie is there's this space princess who's like, yeah, I want to marry the leprechaun. And she's like an adult with it, with her own faculties intact. And the space marines are like, no, you can't marry him. He's a monster. And she's like, well, but I actually want to marry the leprechaun. I, got, I gotta hit that. Le- I can't say this on, on the podcast. I was about to say but she really like gross. she like finds him disgusting, but it's like mutually beneficial. Like he wants to be royalty and she's a princess and she wants to be rich and he's a leprechaun. So it's just like, match made in heaven but then they they don't and they just kill everybody um and that one was terrible um the the really that one with the space one was a terrible one okay so we have a question from lady high heart asking how many leprechauns are there there's nine right leprechaun movies there's one two three four in the hood one in the hood two a reboot so there are two reboots no, there's only one reboot. Okay. I watched that. I'm watching Leprechaun. I'm just typing the Leprechaun series because we gotta see. We gotta see. So there's there's eight, I think, is what I counted on my there's fingers. One, two, there's two reboots. Leprechaun Origins and then Leprechaun Returns. One, two, I three, haven't four, seen Leprechaun Returns. Seven, eight. You're right though, there's eight. So I don't know how I've buggered up the counting. Whatever. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. They're all bad. So the reboot Leprechaun was also filmed on a shoestring budget, but tried to pretend like it wasn't. And like <laughs> my favorite part is where like it's about these four tourists that go to Ireland and they find this remote village. And basically the people of this village feed tourists to the Leprechaun to keep the Leprechaun from killing them. But the Leprechaun like can't talk. It's just like a monster. Oh, well, then you take away literally all the fun. Yeah, it's not like a fun character that's smoking weed and like flirting with women and it's like that's all gone it's just a monster that's small um but <laughs> it's so cheap like they they go to this like little town in ireland right and there's just like an exterior shot of them walking up to a bar front that clear that looks like it was made in 45 minutes it's like all brand new paint it's shiny it looks like it was spray painted this is like a hundred year old irish pub right and then they walk in and it looks okay because it's like an interior set. Yeah, they just went um, to a bar. They like show a reverse of the town and it is just like a it is a still image. <laughs> and they show that like once. 
<laughs> and then they're like, that's done. a new movie, but that's like the one thing I loved about old movies. It's like you could, where you could clearly see it's just a picture that they put on the yeah. green screen. It's like they're walking through the background, but like they're walking towards just a flat image. It's like, guys, this is bad. Like, um, I think the like newest movie that I remember that being in was the X Men's Origins Wolverine movie, where like you could clearly tell one of the Canadian backgrounds is just green screen. It's like, bro, yeah. bro, guys, you had the budget for this. This is Marvel, guys. Come on. And then there's like this whole thing oh where God, they're like, you're we still need to go going. You're still talking about the leprechaun. Well, they like needed to go to hike to these amazing ruins, but they couldn't afford that. So it's just like filmed in one shack in Alaska, is what it looks like, oh, or like gosh. Canada, probably. Wait, you know it wasn't what I mean? in Vancouver? I think it probably was. It had that feel to it where, you know, it's like, ooh, this is in like a forested and secluded area. Like, you mean Vancouver? Because that's not what Ireland looks like. Yeah, no. You know, it <laughs> I just, doesn't look like Ireland. Every time they need like either a sci-fi or just some sort of backdrop, it is always Vancouver. And that's the one thing yeah. I love about Canada is that Canada is literally sci-fi land because every single well, it's time like, it's Canada. It's either it's either Canada or it's New Zealand. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yes. those are the or it's California. Those are the three places that exist in the world, according yeah, yeah, to Phil. Exactly. So, Cody, has there been anything else you've been screwing around with? You're still going. I watched, I watched Citizen Kane. Oh, for the first time? Yeah. That is a very good movie. Really? Deserves- I, would, I, I, think, I don't think I've ever heard that Citizen Kane was a good movie. Please. Well, you know, tell you me why that, was, but- don't tell me why it's good. We don't need to talk about Citizen Kane. Everybody knows about Citizen Kane. Well, have you seen Citizen Kane? Yes. Back up just but like a you? hair. Yes. I'm what not you I don't live Citizen in a hole. King? Why when, why would I ever talk to you about Citizen Kane? Why would that be like know. on the first list? Hey Cody, you should really watch so is, does that sound like something I would recommend? Yeah, probably not. No. It is just kind of about rich white people being stupid. <laughs> well, you didn't have to bring in their skin color. That's not the reason I don't recommend it. It's not because like, no, but it's, it's not because I believe in black true. power and that black lives matter and that just watching more and more movies about rich white people is just ruining of it society. It's just does have that. We need taste to show to that white people bit. have flaws. That's what movies need to be about. You guys aren't perfect. I'm sorry. Anyways, I mean it is kind of about. Anyway, Citizen Kane was real good. Yeah, it's it a good movie. Good. It's sad. Yes. It slows down at the end after you kind of know what's going to happen, but then you just have to watch her, watch him torture his second wife oh, yeah. and, like, make her sing until she has a mental break. And it's like, wait, what, what was oh, I knew Kubrick? this going to happen, uh, but yikes. I <laughs> uh, got a good Kubrick joke in there about how he broke a woman as well. <laughs> um, For um the horror movie that's name just slipped my mind. Shining, the shining. He um freaking oh, that woman's life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jordan, what have you been up to? Um, okay, well, since you ruined my recommendation, I'm gonna ruin it again with saying, and yes, I'm gonna keep calling the recommendation. Um, I am going to call it the wonderful world of I just read um Hellboy Um Wake the Devil, and I um started Conquer Worm, but there was a bunch of like stuff between that. And I will say it's really great. Hellboy's good. That's that's all I gotta say about it because you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. I could tell because you're. I was I was opening up the world shop building worksheet that we are using. Yeah, but yeah, no. I have you gotten to the how as is like Hellboy more on his own at this point? I don't remember where Um, those are. Like it's starting to get there, but he does have like a person with them. Like he has a Russian lady and um Roger the homunculus. 
Okay, okay. And I have yeah, that does too far into Conqueror Worlds. It's literally sitting right next to me. So while we talk about worlds, I could just be reading it and not actually pay attention. Oh, you know what? Conqueror Worm. So you haven't finished Conqueror no, Worm I just, yet? I literally just started it. Like I'm like oh, maybe okay. a chapter or two in. I feel like that's a turning point in the format of the series. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I don't know. It's gonna... I really like the um BPRD stuff. Like I said, there's there's a whole series of comic books. Well, guess what I'm reading author. next. Probably not that because I have like 80 other comic books I need to get to. Behind me, you can see the pile. Oh, wait, you can't see the pile on the ground behind me. You can't go. No, you can't. Never mind. No one can see it. But there's a pile on the ground behind me of um, Preacher and Something is Killing the Children and the Wicked and the Divine. I have just a bunch of stuff just stacked up. Something Killing the Children is really good. It's a small town monster like mystery story and it's really awesome. Um, but yeah, then the other thing I did this weekend, I watched both of the babysitter movies back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you texted about that. How'd you feel? I, I mean, I liked the first one a lot. I, I, I liked it. I just also liked that kind of like introspective ending that they did with like, oh, her kind of realizing that she effed up. And then the second one I liked, but like parts of it, like they tried to like, uh, spoiler, sorry. They tried to kind of like paint her as a good guy at the very end. Yeah, which didn't, didn't make sense that. the way that she was like she acted like all the way up into the point of like now she's suddenly kind of the good guy is like, oh, no, you was like mentioned in the first movie how this is not the first kid that you kind of ruined his life. <laughs> yeah, I was I don't know, like I I think it's like I thought the first one was like a solid like idea, like that was a unique and fun idea yeah. for a movie. I, know, I thought it, it was it really it funny. I will say the only thing, and this is because I've it's just me, and I'm sorry that I gotta do this to like everything because I'm black. But oh, is this Diana? Okay. <laughs> That's who that is. Okay. Um, Hi, sorry for doxing you. Um, so but no, the thing that I that I noticed, and they made a joke about it in the second movie, was they the black guy was the first of the bad guys to die. I don't think that was an accident in the first movie, though. You know what I mean? Like, it was a horror movie about horror movies at some yeah. point. So, like, yeah, it but was. Still, it kind of was just like one of those things that was like, saw that coming. As, as soon as he went yeah. up, like, he's going to die in like five seconds. And then he, oh my God, his death was brutal where he gets the freaking trophy shoved through his neck and it's just blood. Actually, I think he had the most. No, the guy getting hung was probably the most brutal. Yeah. No, no, no. Then the chick got her head exploded. Never mind. There, there was a lot. I mean, it was it was it, like a gory. It was definitely it did like the Evil Dead style of we're gonna make this the most yeah. ridiculous deaths ever. I really liked the shirtless guy. I thought that was hilarious. Where he's like, yeah, just go beat him up, man. It's like no, it's like being like really nice, like encouraging. It's like okay, now I'm gonna kill you. So he's like, you better like, get a like, twenty second head start. I just thought that was hilarious. I think the first movie had like more effortless style and yeah. like fun to it and the second movie it felt like it was oh. trying to like recapture that energy really hard instead of it just being like yeah we made a fun movie you know um but i enjoyed both of them so it's like fine you know it's whatever <laughs> like I, i'm not I, mad at it i enjoyed it i thought they were fun campy just goofy movies man some of the deaths in that second movie were rough <laughs> it's just this like i think I kind of like spaced out during the second movie at parts where like I just was because do you need to pay attention to the story? Like no, it doesn't matter. It's just fun. No. Like I I I I, th I thought they were good. I also liked the teacher the um 
psychologist who was also the school nurse. He's like, oh, yeah, no, this is like yeah. at this time on school nurse. And he takes off the coat. He's wearing the nurse's outfit. On. And I was like, that is like you guys win so many points of just like making just a truly funny stand in character. Just like he was truly yeah. funny. And it's like, oh, yeah, you just need to get laid. It's like just it was that character was great. But Cody, we're not a movie in um, Leprechaun review show. What are we, Cody? Well, we're the Leprechaun podcast now. We are a podcast about building worlds based off the roll of a 20-sided die. So last week, what did we um what was our episode? I don't remember. Jordan, how can I keep track? Oh, yeah, you no, no, you no, this was easy. This was easy. This was easy. Last week, what was last week, Cody? Um They did the match! They did the monster bash! The monster Yeah, bash. you did. It was about a dance club for monsters. Yeah. No, it was No, it was the WWE, <laughs> dickhead. I mean, I know. I just have to ruin it oh, for hey, you. Because we're live. Now people will see when I get to do this. <laughs> but also, I can't like cut out stuff that I say is super mean to you. It just like make myself look like the victim. I can't do that anymore. Right. No, no dabbing, Jordan. I'm sorry. I didn't actually mean to dab. I bet. The, yeah, anyways. Um, so, yeah. we. What was you your dab? role last week, Did Cody? I miss you dabbing? Yeah, probably. Oh, because you're looking at a different view of me, aren't you? Yeah. Because I, I have two know. different cameras, so you're getting the one that's just like I'm in the corner. It's just my head right here. Uh, and the other I one is I'm dead center. There was like multiple things. Um, yeah. mine was you read a bunch of stories. About, I wrote a bunch of stories that kind of rhymed. That's what I did. At least it wasn't. You know what I've noticed about rhyming schemes is they're bad and no one should use them. I mean, Bones I appreciate poetry to a point. I can't write p- poetry. Also, my shirt looks like it says Puff, but it's, it's my Pup shirt. We talk about Pup. Everybody should go listen to Pup. Yeah, you should actually listen to Pup. Pup is Their great. Their freaking new EP is so good. It is so uh, good. Writing lines that rhyme are hard, which is why, like, for the first world where I had every line rhyme, it was all the same letter sound, which was hilarious. I, I, mean, I, made I got pain. so That was mad. one of the funniest long-term trolls I have ever pulled on. <laughs> just, just the fact that, like, you knew what you were doing. I had no clue what oh, I was I getting into, and it just slowly got worse for me. And I was like, you are literally rhyming every single sentence E. It is always the E. And the yeah, and I think that was one where I said that um, technical theater people were the source of all evil and sadness in the world. Yes, that I think was tragedy I, world. Yes. Yeah, that was that was that that lost me points with everyone, which makes it my favorite. <laughs> it's like, well, Eric's not going to be happy about this. Little like, no one's going to be happy about this. And thing. I'm just sitting over here like, good, good, good. Okay, what did I roll for this week? Don't look at Twitch because it's literally on the screen. I. Jordan, you rolled 17 times. I, to get I this did role. because we got like rewrite a, a previous world. It's like, that's not going to be fun. It's like the write a music world. It's like, that's not going to be fun for the street. And like having to figure out a song that both of us agree on to write a world about, that would have taken forever. So what did I roll this time? Uh, you, t- you rolled. I literally uh, texted. The next Soulsborne I, setting, Cody. Oh, that's right. Oh, so this like, is I, I have to do fun. all the heavy lifting myself. Yeah, for this one you do because you're the only one that's played Bloodborne. It's not okay. So, so, so going into this, kind of like what we've been doing. So, when you hear we're gonna write the next Soulsborne like setting, and like sec, oh, I still played Sekiro. I'm the only one to play Sekiro too. So, um, Soulsborne Ekiro setting. So, what is what does that mean to you? Like, what kind of captures your mind about Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and that stuff? 
Well, you know, I'm thinking about it, and here's what I would say has to be present in um in a Soulsborne game or a Sekiro Soulsborne demon a demon Sekiro Soulsborne well, demon game. Souls, Dark Souls have souls in them. That's oh, soul. That's true. And then yeah. Thorin, Bloodborne, and Ekiro for Sekiro. So, anyways, for one of those things, I, I think that melee weapons have to be a part of it. Yes. Um, because like you just can't have that. The, the mechanic is the game, and you can't just be like, now it's about guns. Like, that doesn't yeah, yeah. work. No, that's not going to work. That's going to be so dumb. But here here's the thing that I think needs to be, because all of them do this, where there is some sort, like, the explanation of why you have, so, like, so many lives. Like, Dark Souls, you, oh, you're, you're yeah. the undead. There's an explanation. Rebirth you have the thing. Dark Mark, the rebirth thing. Sekiro does it. Bloodborne does it. I'm pretty sure Demon Souls never played it, but I'm pretty sure Demon Souls does it. So there has to be some explanation of why you are continually being reborn. I think that each of them takes like a darker, kind of like a, more mythological when it comes to like monsters and stuff, but almost a darker Dark Souls approach to that. So I think we can have a bit of that, like find some sort of thing. We can have more of the mythological side, like dragons and, um, you know, the freaking Lovecraft, which I don't like Lovecraft because he's a racist and also not the greatest writer. Um, and then like with the um, Sekiro, the Japanese mythologies, like with the types of monsters now that I think we need to find. Also, people can see you drinking now, but... <laughs> I mean, I did the same thing. I don't know why I called you. Why out. is that bad? I don't know. I called I you out. I called you out because I'm a jerk. Stream I I called you out because I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. That's all. I'm Anyways. drinking my own homebrew kombucha. Yeah, it's so orange. Gross. Just stopped ill. But yeah, no, I I I think it needs to have some sort of like you know mythological creatures, the undead, and also have like kind of like some sort of slight air of darkness behind it. Anything that you want to add before we start actually building. I, I have an idea for the world, okay. and I want you to hear me out. I thought that was the funniest thing, to just drink as soon as you did. Okay, so here's the Cody idea. Coming very huh? Cody, Cody is becoming extremely crunchy. He's going hippie mode. I make my own kombucha. Your wife I used to be a vegetarian. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Anyways, Cody, what what's your idea? I make sourdough bread. Okay, so... I hate you. Far in the future, we find a, a, a planet inhabited by the most horrific nightmares imaginable. And it's called and Planet Earth, and Donald Trump is president. No, it's called whatever. It doesn't matter. Now, this is, all, this is all behind the scenes, by the way. You don't know this as the player up front. Okay. What you know as the player up front is um, you have this goal of, like, extermination you just have to kill everything that you see right and the respawn thing is that you're a robot or like a simulation and when you die you just get rebuilt out of a machine that builds another one of you to continue your mission um and what i like is that it can have like that flavor of there being different versions of yourself throughout the world so that's another thing that's in a lot of dark souls games right is either your enemies are just different versions of yourself, which, okay. like, in Dark Souls, like, so, so, aside so, so. from the demons, you're basically fighting just other people that are also hollowing. You could fight other robots that are further down this repeated cycle. Okay. Like, every time you get rebuilt, it corrupts you a little bit more. Like, your memory gets more corrupt. Okay, I'm going to so hey, hey, fight hey. versions of that. <clears throat> so I kind of mentioned this on the Mario um, group chat, but I'm going to now mention it for... um. 
for the stream, I am invoking birthday law. So what that means is it's my birthday today, which some people didn't know, maybe you. Uh, it's my birthday today. That means I get to veto whatever I want of what you Did said. you say I didn't know it was your birthday? Did you say happy birthday to me today? No, but I mean, I don't say happy birthday to anyone on like Facebook and stuff. And this is the first time we've talked today. But you, like, one, messaged me about birthday law, and two, said we're going to do a birthday stream birthday where we stream law! on my birthday. It is that so what do you want to veto? Okay, so, I'm, okay, so is it just I'm, it's not, actually, this just might my... not be a veto. This is So when you say robot, what in your mind do these – is this, like, clunky, like, Rob the robot from um, – smash brothers okay type robots so here's like what i'm here's what i'm not imagining this is not gonna look like near automata okay so or it's near not gonna be a girl with a short skirt so when you walk up the steps you can see right up that skirt which is no it, what i mean I is about that game hu humanoid bipedal but not human i like the idea of it being like twisted Gundams. looking so again like a a souls born hero thing souls born a hero thing would be like a certain amount of like gruesome deformity to these characters that are stuck in this cycle of like rebirth constantly. Well, so, um, so that's kind of like your hollowization is like them slow. Like the more you die, the more you get corrupted, but you can do something. Yeah. Like, like have your, some sort of like robotic tool that puts you back to closer back to what you were before. So that's it would like be your, like a memory purge, right? Cause yeah. there's like um, a memory of what this robot should look like when it's yeah, rebuilt. Okay. Okay. And so, like, one, these robots, I think, would look really, like, rugged and torn up just in general. So, like, they're, like, a very, like, functional-looking robot. Like, less sleek than Gundams, right? But human-sized. Um, so, like, But um, their memory corrupt, Like, the memory storage gets corrupted. So, the thing that you would find would be, like, clean hard drives or clean memory. So, that way, it doesn't get corrupted as you're dying so much. So, so are we talking like Beetleborgs, Power Ranger looking, or are we like talking more like Megazord looking? I'm talking like Armor Core looking. Well, so Armor Core, by the way, made by From Software. What? Oh, yes, I did know that actually. Yes, I did it's know that. It's already yes. good. Yes, okay. it's Armor Core. <laughs> so we do like it. So like the robots are Armor Core, but they're human looking Armor Core. But you said we're not going to be doing guns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they still use melee weapons because, like, they probably can't fabricate gunpowder or, like, the material needed to make gunpowder isn't present on this planet. And they're having to fabricate based on what's present at the planet. Um, so if you don't have the materials needed to fabricate gunpowder, all you can make is basic metal tools. Or maybe that'd be a cool upgrade mechanic. Like, you can get upgrade mechanics so you're able to fabricate weapons out of different materials well I, I think that actually like lies in really well with like the kind of like you pick up upgrade materials like if you're destroying robots you're gonna pick up like bolts and like different stuff or like whatever right. is like the like so our titanite and like blue sparkly titanite that can be kind of like your transformers like autobot spark or whatever so like that's what drives it you get a bunch of that and that's how you upgrade your weapons or maybe upgrade yourself oh so that's how we do it instead of souls when you destroy a different robot or destroy one of these me machinations, you get whatever spark, and that's that's the, the spark or whatever. That's oh, you know what? Souls. No, that's humanity and souls. So okay. you have to kill robots to get more like clean memory. Clean you memory. have to destroy the monsters. So you, originally, you are sent there to exterminate all the monsters, right? Okay, you're being sent to this planet by humanity to kill off all of the dangerous monsters. 
So that's like your basic upgrade points are those. Okay. So what this kind of looks like is that there are like these like kind of stations or whatever, and that's and that's where like you are created, and those like those are your firelink tridents is what I'm gonna say. It's like the station mm-hmm. where you are created. So humanity sent this down, and these robots are gonna be keeping gonna keep getting made and whatever, blah 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 blah. But that's humanity built this, and that's where the robots come from, and they're there to clear out the monsters for humanity, right? Yeah, and I think this could maybe be a game a little bit about like the presence of sentience like that can be like the argument about the game is like are these monsters are the robots that you're fighting the sentient ones or are you you know what i mean so it is near automata is that a thing in near Auto- i don't kind i've of, never played the of. game it's, it's fine i just know no, that there's robots i told you i rage quit at what well i didn't rage quit the game oh no i did actually the very end when they made me like freaking shoot through the credits to see the true ending and i was like i'm done Anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, you being yeah. and angry I, like, about I that died now. three times, so you have to repeat the credits in the same looping song, where I'm just like, I guess I don't, <sighs> I guess I just don't get to see how this ends. Bye. Okay, so I guess now, we kind of got our concept and, like, what we want to f- build over the rest of this episode, but we need to kind of start building the actual aesthetics of the world. So what does this world, like, look like? We're going to start with geography. What does it look like? Is it, like... Is this like a moon? Is this like an actual planet with like vibrant life? Is it like a dying planet? What does this look like? I almost like the idea of like it being more colorful and fantastic looking. Okay. Because that's like a little bit outside of the wheelhouse, right? Yes, yeah. Um, like, and that could maybe even be like a, a mechanic in the game is that like as you purge the planet, areas get worse, not better. Okay. Um, because like <laughs> kind of like in the first Dark the Souls, e- you're killing off the ecosystem. So yeah, like in, in like worse. the first Dark Souls, you have the opportunity to be like the bringer of all darkness. You know, like it's kind of like the same thing. Like yeah. Yeah. part of this game yeah. is you're basically bringing darkness to this planet. Um, so that could be like a thing moving forward. Of like, gosh, this actually what this is is Monster Hunter, except you're more self critical about the fact that you show up on a new island and just start killing all the monsters. This is co- like colonization, but we're going, since I'm black and angry about everything, we're going to talk about how bad colonization is. <laughs> yeah, we'll just play the game Monster Hunter and be like, wait, wait, what? Wait, wait a second, we're killing off ecosystem? Hold on, this is fun for us? But, <laughs> Why are okay, we so, killing so, all the monsters? Okay, so I kind of like the idea of, like, it starts out vibrant and the more you go, like, I, I don't know, I also like the idea of, like, like this this has been going on for quite a long time so like as yeah. you go further into the world you're gonna get like so it's gonna start you're gonna start out in this like pretty like vibrant like trees growing area like forested area like vibrant colorful flowers everywhere and then like the further you go it's like gonna be more dead looking and i i just imagine like kind of maybe even like last boss area type thing being like more of like just like a devastated crater where like things are like twisted and dead type of idea well, and what might make sense, too, this might be another cool thing about it, is that, like, if this has been going on for so long that, like, the robots they sent have begun to deteriorate, um, like, whatever society exists on this planet, even if it's very hostile to human life, would have grown now, like, evolved around the presence of a constant hostile threat that they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, you start out in wilderness and, like, you as the player would be like, oh, like... 
okay, I'm just fighting big, scary dinosaurs. And as you get further, you're, like, almost moving through, like, technological ages. Like, as you're approaching creatures that have, like, developed the intelligence and tools to adequately fight you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. So, and then so, meanwhile, you're also occasionally running into other robots with the same mission that might be deciding to go back on those missions because they've like gained a certain level of sentience and are like, wait, we shouldn't be doing this. Wait, this is bad. Go back and yes, you did miss the talk about Cody loving anime moms. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I did talk about that. I've been streaming all day, so I did mention that we're going to talk about you liking milfs. Um, Specifically anime mills. Specifically the one from Castle in the Sky. Yeah. Like, I mean... I f- Sorry to just completely you, break this right. I don't know what to tell you. I feel, I feel like... Like, Ma- like a lot of animes, the dad is God, and it's the mom taking care of it, and the mom is more of a, like, a motherly figure. And even, like, Full Metal Alchemist, even though she's, like, you know, dead at the very beginning of the series, like, every flashback with the Bob, it's, like, this loving, motherly character. So I think you just grew up understanding that Bobs are loving and caring about kids, and you just grew up loving that idea, and now you just want to screw it. Well, idea. no, I mean, it's you not exactly that. It's a really like loving mom, characters. which Mandy is. I think it's also I'm just, sorry, like, uh, I like... Like frequently in media, when you have like, well, especially in like Ghibli things, like usually like you are put together. Adult females are mothers. You know what I mean? Like that's just the archetypical character. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> and, the- and also, the mom from Ponyo is amazing. She drives like I a psychopath. Saw- I never saw Ponyo. Have you? Why have you never seen Ponyo? But it's I the have best. Seen Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's Delivery Service is also is, very that good. That is an adorable movie, and I it was beautiful, and I think I might have cried at the end. I don't know. I'm a mess these days. Anyways, Cody, back to this. Okay, so what the world looks like. So, like, is it mostly a land base, or do we got oceans, lakes, rivers? I'm thinking, you know, I haven't talked, I haven't built in a couple seconds. So I'm going to say it's... We're we're gonna have we're we're gonna have we're having water. We're gonna have water. We're gonna have a water level <laughs> where where there's like an area where there's pretty much you have to walk through. There's lots of water and there's like a big waterfall. And actually, because you know this is a weird planet, there's gonna be like these water spouts, geysers that are always going. And you're gonna walk in this area. It's gonna be mostly water. You're gonna see like spread out of all the dead robots because this is where this planet has made it stand. And so you know that see- works really well, like for a vision obscuring. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're going to see a bunch of your dead friends, and that's where there's going to be a really big, cool boss fight with, like, a weird dragon monster thing. Yeah, you know, well, okay, now, big cool, dragon. big cool end boss fight? No, no that that's, has not, the end, that's not the end boss fight, that's just a cool area that I just made up. Oh, okay, cool area, yes. I, I like the cool the end idea, boss though. fight was you're going to be fighting another robot for, like, oh, no, we shouldn't be doing this, or you make your choice of whether or not oh you know that's actually really cool is like you fight the last boss and the last boss is just like um oh you know okay this is this would be the kind of fun subversion they might have done this in dark souls 2 but hear me out um so your last boss fight you don't think is your last boss fight like if your whole thing is like kill the like prime progenitor of the like creepy yeah nightmare monsters we got to define what these nightmare monsters we're getting to flora and fauna in a second we'll get there um, but, like, the thing right before that is called, like, you know, this thing's guard, and you kill that thing, that's a robot who's decided that, like, 
this mission that you guys are sent on. Um, But then when you get to that thing, it's like totally helpless. It can't fight you at all. And then you have to decide whether to kill it. It's like a really hard fight with him. And then you go up to beat the thing and it's like this really helpless thing. And it's like, well, shoot. And that's like last decision to kill it and have the humans come to this world and where it's going to eventually get destroyed or to let it um, live and you become the next guard because Dark Souls right that and then you're now the you're firekeeper and then that's yeah. going to be the, like so yeah that's that's the stop of it you're the next firekeeper type of thing I really like right that like either the cycle continues and they keep trying to endlessly fight these things or you end the war but then yeah that I like that uh, that's, like, yeah, that's in the war or you are the one who's holding out like the final yeah. hold out before the thing like the guy you just destroyed I love that. Um, so, okay, I defined, like, a really cool area I would want to see, like I said, like, you're pre- it's pretty much, like, in, um, Bloodborne where you fight the spider guy where it's, like, kind of, like, an endless ocean type thing, but it's, like, water's all around you, I said, geysers are coming out, and you fight, like, a weird, like, dragon that comes out of the water, and you fight him. So, Cody, tell me about an area that you would want to see in our new Soulsborne game. Hmm. Soulsborne. I like I the idea of, like, a, um, like Soulsborne a castle. Game. Ooh. Or um, not, not not exactly like a castle, but more like um, like mansion on a hill kind of thing, where like there is like, well, we kind of have to define the intelligence level of the creatures okay. first of all. So, let's so, let's so get to you, that. When you say mansion on a hill, I just imagine like it is just like this huge structure on a hill. There's nothing else around it. And it's like you know the winds blowing like beautiful blue sky behind it. Maybe we're gonna have like two two. Let's say two or three suns. How many suns do you want in the sky? Yeah, I think two. Because, like, you binary star systems. Okay, we're going to have 15 suns. I'm kidding. Two suns. Well, no, two, because binary star systems exist. Yeah, so we're going to have two suns in the sky, and it's just beautiful blue sky behind it. And maybe it's, like, on a hill and behind its ocean, because the next area is going to be, like, where my stuff is. But I, I like the idea of just, like, this, this structure. And, like, as a character, you don't know what this big structure is. <clears throat> so. So I want to talk about the creatures that, that inhabit this planet. Um, they are all like just sexy tree monsters. See, I'm feeling bats. Bat- I'm feeling very bat things. I, I'm sorry, I do this every time, but I was thinking reptiles. My mind was all into reptiles. That's why I said dragon because I thought of like a dragon with midi faces and midi eyes on those midi faces, and it's like has these like because that's like because as they evolve to get more dangerous to fight off these things, so this thing basically mutated to be this monster so i thought like creepy effed up reptiles oh you know what's kind of a fun idea okay let me let me let me throw this one out at you maybe it's like a decay on both sides right so the robots that are attacking which i think should be called um robots iron warriors i feel about Um, that birthday law we are doing robots we're not doing brobots. <clears throat> okay. Cause, cause I, I, want it to be like a, I want it to be like a surprise when you find out that your character is yeah, a robot. We, we, it's us, oh, yeah, so we can't just call it um, Yeah, that actually robots. be kind of cool. That, like, you just think you're a dude in armor when you start the game, and, like, the first time you get cut in half, there's, like, wires and sparks shooting out, you know? And you're like, oh, shoot, I'm a robot. That should be, like, a twist. Okay. Also... I forgot we were going to try to be a little bit more um, interactive with chat. Call them Cybermen. Wait. <laughs> but also, someone said a dragon with a face on its butt. Ooh, a dragon made of butts. What's the next comment? 
butt dragon. <laughs> Call them Cylons. Shit. Our uh, <laughs> our our chat is a dumpster fire. And I love this our is chat. Okay, so chat. Make up a monster that you would like to see in this world other than Butt Dragon because Butt Dragon is going to be in this world. Okay? <clears throat> Birthday Law Butt Dragon. But here's the deal. Check this out. So, originally, the, like, most intelligent... So, when humans found this planet, most intelligent species could have been some kind of, like, bat humans. Like, they're scary looking. They, like, probably when humans found this planet, they maybe were, like not as like developed yet so like they would have appeared to be creepy monsters just because they were like hadn't evolved as far i'm just thinking of bram stroker's dracula now well yeah but i mean like finding a world of those creatures and they're like oh shoot we're gonna get killed as soon as we land here and they're like super fast they're nocturnal um but then like the twisty twist is um because of the presence of these robots that kept killing people on this planet they started like mutating monsters to fight them. So like there were large reptiles on the planet living with these bat people and they started like gene splicing those to make them worse. Okay. So is this a technologically advanced um, area or or is it going to be more like what kind of time period are these people? What are you thinking? Cause I was originally thinking it was going to be just because Bloodboard and Dark Souls is stuck in my mind. I was thinking like older, but I mean, if we got, um, well, but I think what it is, is, is like both like, it, you know, if the, if these creatures arrived at, if like the robots arrived on the planet around like a kind of like Gothic time period, I don't think architecture would necessarily get better. They would just be building defenses. Okay. And they'd be building defenses against things that attack with melee weapons. So that would keep the technology set in a medieval time. But the way that they try to fight that, because they maybe haven't discovered gunpowder or, like, figured out how to shoot guns. Like, if that technological advancement didn't advance. But they did figure out how to, like, nightmare creature up these monsters to throw at the robots that keep attacking them. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's kind of like the two sides of it, is that there's, like, humans throwing endless robots, and then these, like, creepy, like, Transylvanian bat people throwing constant nightmare monsters. And, you know, you can even say that they're doing that with magic. And the final area magic, you know, like, there's, like, vials of stuff. In the final area that we were talking about earlier, that could be, like, where they are doing all this creation stuff, and that's, like, and the thing that you're protecting is their last hope of, like, staving you, like, their last new thing that they're making that's, like, you're staving off. And so uh, there's a couple monsters in here, um, Himdelio Space Man, my dear friend, says, JK, a dragon made of butts is stupid. How about a man and his butt cheeks are each a dragon that he could call upon to do his bidding? But then <laughs> Alex says, how about a spider covered in its babies and hits to it, knocks chunks of them off, making you have to manage mobs? That's a good, like, really good boss fight mechanic, I think. That'd be a fun one. But I hate spiders, and that terrifies me. And um, Lady Highheart says, I want a combination between a griffin and an urchin. Like, he has retractable spikes. That would be cool. That that's is, gross. That's <laughs> gnarly. I like that a lot. That is cool. That is that is gnarly as heck. 
Okay, so I figured out my setting though for like a big boss fight. Oh, okay. I was about to say I thought you were calling this whole world your setting. Like, oh no, 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 no. Like my my like boss arena that I would want to exist would be called the laboratory. Ooh. Right. And it's like one of these like remaining mad bat scientists. Yes. And he's like held up in this like creepy like manner on the top of a hill. And basically the boss fight with him is like a Pokemon battle where he's just like constantly oh, sends more monsters out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like you have to fight down one of the monsters, then try to land a few blows on him before he summons up the next big scary thing. Yeah. I, I like and that. And so that could be like a lot of interesting little mechanics, you know? Yeah. So like each you have to learn a bunch of different bosses that are all like relatively easy, but you have to do them right in a row. Okay. No, I, I like that a lot. So my idea I was gonna throw out was the structures i don't think we should be bound by like gothic or like the ideas of like what we have as structures i like the idea of like because a lot of like as you go further into the world like a lot of this had to be like these laboratories and stuff had to be built up quickly so more just like they're just structures just like hastily built like you know i'm imagining oh, like your yeah. mansion would be just like a bunch of like towers like stacked together like hastily built towers type things well, and you can idea? maybe see both like there are structures that were built for like immediate utility and then there is also like the actual architecture that was there when the robots landed you know what i mean okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, yeah, like, like, I say, like in the, like the early areas, you see, but as you go more, it's going to be like this more like chaotic looking stuff. And like yeah. the further you go, like because that's you're getting to the inner sanctum, that's going to be more of like the scary monsters. Um, in Delio, sorry, Dr. Um, Leo Swachimin from our dear show 30 Rock, um, <laughs> was a boss fight in a library will be cool, and the evil guy turns the books on the shelves into bats using like those vials, oh. throws it in just. The, yeah, 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 and then like I, I, I like the idea of like a swarm mechanic where you like have to like either fight off the swarm and then get a few hits or like ignore the swarm because it's not going to do too much damage, but it will get like really frustrating after a while, and then like do the damage, like either fight them off or like just ignore it until like it gets too overwhelming. Well, you know, and that would be a cool way to add like a kind of stealth mechanic is that you could have like if there are like these beasts that are being made to fight you and then the people that make them, you could have it be where there's like beast tamers. Like when you go up to like a party of enemies, oh. you know, there might be like 10 monsters and one beast tamer who's there to like control the horde. Yeah, like and if that. you kill that guy in the back, that, then that, the, yeah. what I like about that then is it's not that they run away. It's that they just go crazy and start fighting anything, including yeah, you. Yeah, that, that's a good mechanic too. We so it has a like a chaos element to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I like, like that a lot. So, so flora and fauna. So, like, we're gonna do. We did all the fun. Well, we'll get back to our monsters in a second. But so flora wise, is it like what? What does this look like flora wise? I'm thinking like like I said, early areas. We're thinking. I'm thinking green, like forest. We're gonna get like cool looking like Avatar style trees and stuff. And I'm talking about blue yeah, people, yeah, yeah. not like Last Airbender. I like but that. Once I'm talking about the blue people. Screw that movie. <laughs> that movie is not a good movie. I think everyone it's, knows it's that, right? Blue it's people like Pocahontas. It's not a good movie. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, but like I'm thinking like like giant trees, and then as you go, like I said, it's more desolate. We're gonna have areas where it's like stuff looks like it's falling apart. Maybe even more of those like creepy structures that are just hastily built. Yeah. Well, and that would make sense that that kind of spreads a certain amount of like desolation and corruption, like toxic runoff around those buildings. 
you know I, what I mean? Also, like that idea that you said, and I don't know how we would inc- how this will be incorporated in the game. But like you know, in Dark Souls, especially people like to go back and farm. So I feel like since we're going on the desolation, like as you keep going, things get more desolate. Like if you go back to an area and just farm the heck out of it, that area will start to look less green and start to die out. I like that idea. Well, and I think so. Let me let me run this one by you. Like those structures that you find if they're used for like some kind of like nightmarish gene splicing, you know, um, the areas around those would be corrupt because of like industrial runoff. Yeah. So like you could see like, especially the, like the further underneath you go, like if there's like below ground areas, that'd be kind of a cool, like um found boss is that there's like, th- Oh, I just thought of something cool. Okay. Sorry. Go Random on. idea. Go on. So there can be optional bosses that are actually good for you to fight. Like, for the bat like aliens that you're there to exterminate because of their like experiments making like magical horrible nightmare monsters like that runoff is below ground so sometimes they have issues with like stray creatures like that'd be a cool tree boss is like a tree that's been like soaked in this stuff for like ever i I have another idea for a really fun like area where it's like um a village that's like further from the industrial like where they're making these monsters but because of the runoff gets affected so like all of the like like monsters in that area are like formerly bat people who are like even more mutated because of the runoff so you like you have to go through that and like and they're just like as soon as they see you you're aggroed and they just come after you it's like like maybe you have like a double claw attack type thing i'm just imagining like they're like they're all like just completely deformed bat people and it's like yep. that's part of like part of all this chaos that you're invoking is like they accidentally ended up corrupting one of their own like human or bat people villages because they were like so right. hastily trying to stop you. Yep. Okay. Well, and that could be like some <laughs> that could be some like um fork in the road better ending stuff is if you like stop a lot of the corruption. Yeah from spreading throughout the planet, even though your overall goal is technically supposed to be like mass extermination. You know, and I wonder if that, that could almost be something like you could do it thinking like you're stopping the runoff, but like you're stopping like the boss stuff. So like the good ending, like that could be like the best ending in the game, but like you're doing this thinking that, Oh, Hey, I'm stopping these creatures from created being created, but you're also in turn helping the inhabitants. Yeah. Yeah. Like inadvertently. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so we said, like, bat people and reptiles. And then we said green area to it's dying out. So I think it's time for, in our usual show, for us to talk about society. And I say we start with the history. Or do you want to talk about more of the robots a little? Actually, let's do some weapons really quick. I just want to do weapons really quick. That's fine. And I, I want to talk about society because I, I have, like, a twist of like the human society okay so 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 what i thought like i played this jrpg like a long time ago called dot hack slash slash gu it's part of the dot hack science series but in that game he has this big big like broadsword thing that has like chainsaw teeth on it and so it's like and i want that weapon that type of weapon in this game where you have a big sword with a, like just a chain big chainsaw sword and like you wind up and, like your heavy attack is you wind up hold it and there's a chainsaw <laughs> i like so that. i like the idea of having like 
future melee weapons as a part of the game. I think that's really fun. This is the part of the show where I'm just going to chug out of my giant water bottle. So here we go. <laughs> um, but I also kind of like the idea of there being like parallel branches. So like as you start fighting more beasts and more bat people, um, you can start unlocking like that tree of weapons and that tree of upgrades. Mm -hmm. They would have like different advantages or you can go down the like kill rogue robots, harvest their weapons. And that's how you get more advanced sci-fi weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of have like this mix of new and old weapons based on which type of weapon you prefer and whether you're like grinding stuff from the creepy bat from the creepy bats. I feel like those weapons would be like a bit more organic looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely would so be. So it's like you would be like making using monster parts to make this stuff like more organic. Yeah. But in the robot stuff, like you would have like this cool like sleek like beam sword, maybe like like Yeah, like sci-fi melee. Sci-fi yeah. melee. Like your shield will be like this cool like metal thing with like, you know, like bullet holes and scratches on it. It will look really cool. But like your monster shield would be like maybe like, you know, just part of like the skull or something with, like, well and i mean that works well for like all of the souls born games have like that harvesting mechanic where uh -huh. you can like limb things and that would work well against robots too like yeah, if there's like, like a um the gaping dragon's tail and the bell yeah Demon yeah the bell gargoyle's tails and stuff like that you know if you like fight a giant chainsaw robot monster and you like limb one of its arms and you then you can use that as a weapon you know Oh my god, his jaw, his bottom jaw is the chainsaw piece. And you have to hit, like, his weak spot is his tail, but if you hit him in the face, that jaw comes off, and that's when you get the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah! Um, so, um, I think this, I, I think this part of the discussion should, should go later. I was gonna talk about society current, but we shouldn't do that yet. We have to I just keep wanting to talk about that. As per World Shop normally, we have to do history. I love that this stream, you get to see how much we like fidget and move around because you've been doing this for a little bit, and I just keep picking up a different thing from my desk and playing with it. I'm playing with my headphones case. Oh, man. Oh, dude, I got um a new guitar pedal in today. Well, two new ones in today. I got a tuner pedal and a chorus pedal. I'm really happy about it. Ooh. Yeah. This is not the guitar pedal I know. Podcast. We should probably talk about guitars off stream because I've been like been trying to build up my pedal board. Anywho. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm creating a pedal board. So anyways. Okay, society where history, were we? Society, society You passed. said you had yeah. a twisty, twisty thing for the um humans. Yeah, right, right, right. So the so the history I think for the humans would be like, well, they I think at this point it's just like mm, colonialism, like they're just like yeah. take planets that we can take. Um and maybe it's like pretty common that they have terraforming terraforming robots that they send first. So like this is like something that happens constantly, right? Like, oh, we need to terraform a planet send down the like replicator bots and let them handle yeah. it and then we come back in a hundred years you know what i mean um oh, i thought you just stopped I'm like you said something twisty that's not twisty <laughs> no 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 no. the twisty is society current that's why i can't oh, talk okay. about yeah twist and shout also um spaceman spachiman says um you could can use parts of the robots in the crafting system which i think did we say that Oh, uh, I said I said harvest like new weapons. So oh, like if you kill a chainsaw yeah. robot, I like the idea of like using the weapons to update your armor, like using their parts to make core or finding core armors from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like I, I, I that's agree. the one thing I like about um Dark Souls and especially Bloodborne is like making my hunter look as cool as humanly possible. I always have that problem because I'm like, this is the coolest looking armor. It does nothing. Like, Dude, we're playing Dragon Age. Me and Leah are playing Dragon Age. And there was this armor that looks really cool on me. But there's a stronger armor that makes me look like a nerd. I'm just like, fine. I guess I have to look like a freaking nerd for the rest of the game. Yeah. It sucks. It's the it's worst. The wor- it's the worst. Fashion board. Dude, Bloodborne has some of the coolest fashion in it. Because you get this cool trench coat of like your freaking trifold hat and just like get to pull it over your eyes with the mask on. And, like, I was doing a female hunter, so you see your blood-red eyes through it. It's just really cool. Sorry. No, I mean, I, I like the way Bloodborne looks. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah. Is it on something you can play, or? No, that's why? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Still, sure personally, Sekiro is my favorite, but I think it's just because Sekiro is more my style of um, playthrough. Because, like, you have one character. You don't have to worry too much about the different builds. It's just more of the weapons you can use. But we can talk about that later. So society history. So these guys, they so 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 the, so the bats. How about their society history? Like they 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 pretty much the like we kind of made this easy. The bats were living on this earth. Life was great, and suddenly you see this fire from the sky land. Like oh, what's this? And then out from it, like they start killing bats and building these uh, facilities to like replicate their robots. And it's like oh shoot. Let's kill these guys, and then they started. And then we kind of like said they start making dragons and stuff to stop these people. Yeah, I just like uh, the idea of like someone's just sitting at their table, like talking to their wife, like eating like breakfast cereal, looks up, it's like oh shit, whoosh, let's kill everything. And these robots just run out, like slashing people's dad. It's like, ah. I like the idea that maybe, um, like in their society, too, it's like. I don't want to say there's magic, but it would just be called science, but it just works like magic. Like it's not meant to be super explained. It works like Frankenstein magic. Yeah, that's kind of like what the backdrop should be is like Frankenstein esque. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Frankenstein was already fighting the monster magic, so we can't use him again. Well, I just mean like that kind of aesthetic I, and era. I, 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 have, I, was making, I was just making a joke, buddy. Oh, you know, that'd actually be kind of fun if the if the vampire people sometime, sometimes used like old school uh like muzzle loading firearms so now we're getting to bloodborne area where you just have a gun oh shoot that is bloodborne isn't yeah. it and i don't yeah well, you blood. you just have a gun which is i just have a shotgun it's like boom okay let's do this oh i forgot there are guns in bloodborne yeah, aren't there there's, yeah there's a bunch of guns i think i even had like a rocket launcher at one point not like a like no a, it was like an explode like it was like pretty much like a grenade like an explosion it's like a grenade, kind of, right? Yeah, it wasn't like I shoot this, this like rocket goes out of trace. It was just like a boom. It was just like a quick like boom. I'm pretty sure I might be thinking of something completely different. Um, people have played more Bloodborne than I have. Please let me know. Was there like a rocket launcher type thing in there? Grenade right. launcher. Let's go grenade launcher. No, there was one uh, effer who freaking murdered me with um, a Gatling gun. That sucked. <laughs> Oh yeah, I actually know about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I walked out the. It's like, what are you doing? Why do you have a Gatling gun? There was one like a uh, machine gun crossbow. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, that is. Uh, cool, yeah, yeah, I mean, Bloodborne is. See, I don't like Lovecraft stuff, so I don't like. Yeah, I got lost in the monsters. I enjoyed the fashion. Couldn't stay for the monsters. I don't like tentacles. Well, then we can just do different types of monsters, and we can keep that same fashion. We could have guns. They, they, so the, 
Okay, when you say bat people, my mind goes to Dracula, so they're all wearing Victorian clothing. Sorry, say that again? I said the bat people are all wearing Victorian clothing. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. That's yes. that's that's my hey, imagination. What was the, the, the yeah. ruffle thing that you talked The cravat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. This is this is what I want. But they're, but they're also gross bat creatures wearing these like ill-fitting like super awesome Victoria clothes. Yeah, it's all very billowy, you know, and there's like plenty of room for their big creepy wings. I do love all this stream because I keep looking back at you and getting angry about it. Is that you have a green screen of this really awesome like background? It's like really world building, oh mystery and wonder in this library, and I just have my office, and it's just like, look, <laughs> I have a shitty bookshelf behind me. Well, the reason is if you actually see behind me, you would be looking at Mandy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your wife is just back there, just on her computer working. Yeah, she gets annoyed when you can see her in the background of the videos all the time. So um, I have a green screen I can put up that blocks that off. And then I just was like, well, I'm not just going to have last time when you just used like a, um, a picture that you just put over her. Yeah, like, I just yeah. had like a creepy old man. Yeah, I there stuck was, over. Like, a creepy old man. There was a dungeon master. You just put over. It's like, you can't see my wife anymore. Anyways. Yep. So, so, so society history is pretty much like, so, okay, fine. Like, was there like a religion that these bat people followed? I'm thinking there was some elder. There, I feel like. Are we going to say they're more science-based or they're more religion and magic-based? I think that they're more science-based. Like, I would imagine them being, like, very, like, enlightenment kind of thinkers in that way. But their science just happens to be pretty mystical. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's well, kind of like, like magic exists, use, yeah. but from, like, a science-y background. Like, usually I hate science as magic. Um, but in this case, I think science is magic makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Um, You're like okay. alchemists. Let's go with alchemy. Yeah, now I'm just imagining like a long wispy beard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want them to look pretty gargoyly. Like some of the like older vampires oh, that are like hard cool. after years of this. They have like creepy beards and like and big punch and like, their wings and their yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're supposed to look really creepy. They basically look like the cartoon show, the, the red yeah. gargoyle from the cartoon show Gargoyles, whose name I forget, but the red one with the long yeah. hair. Just, they look I know weird. who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, that like, adds a cool type of enemy too, because like the right, like the beasts are like the big dramatic enemies. So like, yeah. if you're gonna have a dragon fight, it's gonna be against. I a beast. thought of another monster boss sandworm, what? like freaking trimmers just burst out of the ground, or like you have to That's fight the giant sandworm. That's fun. It would also be cool if there was an underground portion of that level where you yeah, get like yeah. pulled underground and have to fight down there. Yeah. Oh, you fight oh. him and then it, like hits the ground and you fall underground with it and then you have to like fight your way out of like there's like like maggots and stuff that you have to fight your way out of like half transformed things down there and then you find like the bat who's running in and like you murder his ass and. But the bats would be like the high mobility like. Mm -hmm just sword dual enemies you know what well, i mean because yeah, like in dark souls a lot and bloodborne you fight like human well i guess other um hollow enemies that you fight and yeah like that that's gonna be like your fight that's gonna be like the like like harder more dexterous fight where you have to fight these bats because they're gonna be quicker like the monsters are usually bigger slower things but these guys are gonna be moving pretty quick yeah, and they're they're airborne too, yeah, right? They if can they're bad, like, they like, that's gonna be like one of you know those unlike dodgeable moves or what? Well, unblockable moves where like they grab you, fly up a little bit, then drop you, and like does a bunch of damage. 
Oh, you know what would also be really cool? I'm sorry. This is just me saying cool stuff I want to have. In I know, right? Game. Like, we picked a topic where I couldn't write this alone. I just needed to talk about cool stuff back and forth with you. Okay, so check this out. An early game fight, like maybe the first fight you lose is against a flying bat person who wrecks shop on you with their ability to fly. <laughs> maybe it's like halfway through the game or a quarter of the way through the game, you unlock flight as a thing that you can do. Like you get like jet boosters. Okay. And now what I want from software to do is create a melee based aerial combat that is fun. That's that's in, like, that is impossible to do. I played Robotech. That game sucks. That's what I want though. I want I want them to make me like aerial melee combat. If they I, can nail that. So the video game Robotech, I was so excited. It's just, it's based off an anime where basically you have like these planes that transform into robots that transform into even cooler robots like it transforms into half plane half robot then it transforms into all robot and that was so cool in a video game where your kids see like planes transforming robots the aerial combat in that game is so hard to get a hold of like it is so bad like because like 3D plane and you're like trying to slash at something that just moves like two inches down and then you can't hit it anymore because your yep. strike is always horizontal like this and it's like okay well now I just miss you because you're like two inches out of my horizontal strike well hey if anyone can figure out how to do it well no one can do we're not I, all I want to do is write for TV and video games and that's never gonna happen and also, I keep seeing Look, my stream life just dip, and I'm sorry for everybody else watches. We will be putting posting this as a um, edited episode, so I apologize. Um, I, I just want to say, do you know who did already make a system for fun aerial robot combat? Who? From software when they made Armor Core, a game where you get jet boosters and aerial combat is a very so big part of the game. What they you're saying we should make a more Dark Souls like Armored Core game. Yeah, well, it's so perfect for them, too, because it's like a merging of old and new for them. And in Armor Core, it's real morally dubious whether the Armor Cores are the good guys. Like hey, if you Miyazaki, you hear us? We are talking about video games that you need to make. Miyazaki, hire us. Um, it's just like, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I am shocked they have not done something like this. Right. Because what else Armor Core had, it was highly based on, um, like, lateral movement. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is generally it was a duel between you and another thing that was a lot like you. And a lot of the game was strafing. Yeah, like a lot of circle strafing. Strafing and sword combat was a big part of the game. And man, when you have like freaking robots spinning through the air, it was so fun. I loved Armor Core. Okay, I, I didn't say birthday law. This will be a video game with no strafing whatsoever. That's the worst thing I can imagine. <laughs> They made a game like that, Jordan. Do you know what it's called? Monster Hunter World, and I hate it. Monster Hunter World. I do. I told you. I, I like. That's it. another. I, I keep saying like, oh, there's only a few games I rage quit, and the more I talk about them, I realize I rage quit way more video games. Monster Hunter was the one where I, I kept losing. Like we got, we fought this dragon for about an hour, and then died at the last. Like he kept going to different places, and you had to chase it. So it was about an hour, then we died. And I got so mad, I never played the game after that. I never picked it up again. I was so done. Yeah, I can get that. I, 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 don't, I don't know. So it just and never I was even happened. halfway through the game. And then I went to fight a different monster, and it killed me in one hit. And I'm like, done. I'm not going to spend hours upon hours making your stupid armor. Anyways, Society Current. So Society Current, all the humans are dead already. Near Automata. 
Oh, dang it. Really? Yeah. Never mind. The humans are alive still. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just spoiled your Why did I make Zero Automata? I've never played it. I don't know the story. No, no, the All I know is it's about a robot maid that has a sword. It, I mean, that's 100% what it is. But yeah, the humans, like they're fighting the war on behalf of the humans. And you find out that actually all the Are they fighting were... creepy monsters? No, no. They're just fighting um, really stupid looking robots. The robot designs in the Automata are awful. I thought they were robots. Yes, but they're fighting other robots because there's a war between the robots and the humans hit down these like intelligent cyborg things to fight these um, other robots. And then we find out that the loss of war with the aliens and all that long, long ago, and they're just fighting. It's an endless cycle of violence. That's what the Automata is. Sorry for spoiling the whole game for you guys. I'm really frustrated that I made Nier Automata in my you head. You did just 100% make Nier Automata, but I do like that twist, but we can't do it because Nier Automata did it. I even had this whole thing worked out. Yeah, tell, where it was tell, me, be, tell me the story, and then we'll have to figure out a different current. It was going to be like the robots had 100 years to end this war, and this was like, like the game starts, and it's like 99 out of 100 years to finish your mission, and you're like the last hope. To have the robots succeed in this war, like it's been going on yeah, for a hundred years. No point in, and I feel like if you did it, unlike Nier Automata, where it slaps you over the head with it, I feel like that's something you can only find through like picking up different items and like reading, like through the lore. Oh, no. Because Dark, but Dark would... Souls always does that though, where like the deeper story is through the backgrounds and the lore, and it's never slapped over the forehead. Well, I wanted it to be like a ticking clock. Oh, you're racing. Yeah, but like when you find but when you find out that all the humans are dead, I feel like it needs to be like, you know. Well, but here would be what happens is it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. Actually, that could be true. Maybe we leave that ambiguous, unless yeah, you want to leave some hints and like collectible items. But when the clock hits a hundred, um, which it definitely does before you can finish the game, unless you're like a crazy speedrunner, it just restarts to zero and starts counting again. That's awesome. I do like that. And then well, eventually video you game- like find the actual count and it's been like 2000 years oh. that it's just resetting, yeah. you know and that's the thing where you just go into like a like find like a rundown like factory that made these robots and it is just like a um just like you see the like factory and like in the back of it's just that counter it's like broken but it's like on 3000 or whatever and it's yeah, just like, yeah 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 and that's like that's how you know, but it's never like slapped over the head. Like that's an area you can go to. It's just like oh snap, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I like the idea. But yeah, near time. Yeah, maybe we can leave whether or not the humans are dead ambiguous. But it is like a also oh, no gonna one likes birthday back, law. Then it doesn't so, do anything. Sorry, dude. Birthday law. Uh, oh no, I that back wrong background. Hold on. Birthday law. Um, no one likes a video game with a counter uh, timer. But why not, not Wind Waker? Majora's Mask was the most stressful video game I have ever played in my life. And it's all the fault of three days remaining. <laughs> that is all the fault. Fo- the start of the second day. Dun. It's like, no, I hate this. What? Stop. Stop. Please stop. <laughs> like, literally, my blood pressure was so high playing Majora's Mask, and that's why I've never beaten it. Because oh, I almost had a heart like, attack playing a video game. And then I would have been another fat American who died playing a video game. It is basement, drinking Mountain Dews and slurping up Doritos. That was never me. I don't drink soda. I don't drink Mountain Dew because it's terrible. I used and to Dur- drink tons of Mountain Dew in college, but then it was literally making me sick all the time. So I had to stop drinking Mountain Dew. 
I didn't know. I didn't know you were a Mountain Dew person. Oh, I, I don't know. Well, do you remember the like the time when I was like really into energy drinks, but then they just put me to sleep, and so I was always sleeping through physics because I was always trying to drink it to get hyped up, but then it just made me crash. Did you just crash? And then, is that why you slept through physics? That's I just thought you were a negligent student. No, no, no. It's also because I have, like, other than that, I also have sleep issues. And, like, I didn't realize how long back, but yeah, no. Did you have sleep issues when you were 18? Yeah. Oh, I, I always had um, restless leg syndrome. That just didn't appear. That was always a thing. I never slept well. Anyways, we don't have to talk about my ongoing issues. I don't think anybody's listening anymore, honestly. And, you know, I don't blame you. I wouldn't listen to this show either. But, I missed part of that. You cut out. Oh, I'm sorry. Fine. You're sexy and I love you. <laughs> I mean, true, but okay. <laughs> well, this is a weird place to say it in front of everybody. It's supposed to be it's like a our weird like, time to bring it up. Our know. greatest hidden right. secret. But uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Leo says that he's listening. It's like oh crap. When I was trying to be like self-deprecating it's like no i still care about you it's like thanks man and world this is the world shop shout out everybody should watch leo streams on fridays the talking these streams it's a talk show that i've been on a few times and also we are super choppy anyways cody um how's the world looking are we done yet uh i don't know what what do what do um is there anything else we need to define because we are kind of close to the end here i feel like i think we got, we, plants, we got animals we got monsters what happens if you is there okay let let me ask you this at the end is there a do we want the end to be clear or ambiguous so if you totally wipe out all of the like if you exterminate this planet do you get like the shot of like rocket ships landing and humans getting out no i like going a little bit even before that is where you like stand and look and then you see kind of like the meteors type things kind of coming. So that's like the hint of the rocket ships are coming. Oh, wait, no, the humans uh, are dead. So why would rocket ships come? Well, what I'm, what I, well, we said that that's not necessarily true. We, we, we went back on that. Um, so I, I guess my, my question is, and then if we decide not to, and we become that thing's protector, do we see any like post credit scenes of like, the planet beginning to flourish again because of like us stopping the war. You know what I mean? Um, or do you want it to be ambiguous well, like it's and more sad? like a, how a dark souls would do it or like you do become that thing's protector. And then you kind of like, it would probably just end with like you kind of stepping out and like brandishing whatever weapon or like maybe even like doing like a kneeling and waiting for the next person to come out. I like the idea yeah. of when you have that last fight with the, like the previous protector of you going and he's like in the area like kneeling and like he stands up slow and like wields his weapon and then that's like the hardest boss fight of yourself there's three phases it's a really hard boss fight he pulls out a spear a gun and can use lightning and also has a sword for some reason because that's what Sekiro <laughs> did and it's just like oh yo, you just have three weapons now and they're all really hard to block <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, now I just like the idea of him like but there, it's a hard boss fight but like I like the idea of um, after you become his protector like you kind of take it like it will be symbolic like you take that same position and like yeah 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 like you like, just like, stand you go, there and you go stand and like do the kneel like whatever weapon you have sits in front of you and just and you just wait or yeah if you, so I if, like you, that. if you kill it maybe it just kind of like zooms out and it cuts the black <laughs> 
Um, just like a middle finger. It's like, why did you destroy this planet? Well, and also maybe maybe this would be like the amount of nice that you could give is like, um, I just watched you know Castle in the Sky. So if you do the nice option, right, like you see, you just go back and stand in that position, fixed, right, like waiting to guard, yeah, like life on this planet, and then like you just see like uh like time like you can see like day and night cycles happening really quickly and you see the robot get like overgrown with like grass and stuff indicating that you you did just watch castles yeah but right that'd be nice that'd be like still sad i mean do you and well do you want to do it the same way then for the bad ending you kill the monster you walk outside and like you expect like let's just say the humans are dead at this but you expect the humans to come but then it's like the day night cycle and you slowly see everything like start fading back and getting more and more desolate oh you just see like the you yeah or just, or more or you robots. see more robots like gather in that area and kind of also stand and look waiting for the humans and everything just slowly starts dying as more and more robots stand there in just a desolate nothing area. Oh, that works! Yeah, that's it'd be really cool creepy. and very sad and very creepy. Yeah, I like I like it's both. It's gonna those be enemies. like completely silent, like maybe with some dramatic music playing. But like they like it's you then like day and night cycle you see a few more then a few more until like the whole like area is just filled with robots all standing yeah, yeah, yeah. looking up towards the sky expecting the humans to come but no one comes that's really cool i like i like what i did <laughs> i'm a fan i like i think both these endings are good endings i think you're a good ending oh thank you wait what does that even mean <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm trying to be weird it's my birthday i'm hyper i'm really happy i got to see my cousin today i got to hang out with you i got to talk to mel i got to talk to leah it was a good day a lot of my friends um texted me and sent me happy birthday and this it's just been a all around good day birthday law i'm just happy that's all <laughs> i'm glad you're happy okay <clears throat> do we want to roll who rolls because we didn't ever roll this episode so do you want to roll new world I freaking haven't gotten to roll in forever. I'm okay. rolling. <laughs> I was like, Jordan always wins. F you. Yeah, I'm rolling. Birthday law, I'm rolling. First custom And I better get a 20. If I get a 20, I'm going to be on cloud nine. No, if you get a 20, I'm going to throw my bottle at the wall with liquid still please, in it. Please. please. Mm, okay, I didn't get a 20. What do you get? Let me see what I got. I'll tell you. I like to describe A world where God loves us. <laughs> that is to say a world that is super nice. Yes. Gosh darn it. You got the other option. I was not looking. Uh, I have I'm to so like happy. write something with happiness. Dude, I love Dubin. No, we've talked about this many times. And one of the reasons I love Ocarina of Time so much is because I love melancholy. I just like melancholy. Like our world ended very, like the bad ending is very melancholy. And I love that. Our whole world today was very melancholy that's probably why i'm happy because i love yeah. melancholy i mean i i there there's a time and a place for both you know what i mean no i don't know <laughs> no what are you talking about a time and a place for both what what i'm saying is there are times when i want to watch something melancholy and then there's also times when i want to watch castle in the sky i mean yes i mean i, I agree with that but I like when creating, there are very few times when I like to make things that are not melancholy and very few times when I just love, okay, uh, Squiggles just mentioned um, the anime, well, the manga Pun Pun or Amayashu Pun Pun, I forget what the, it's one of the most depressing mangas. And that was one where it was so melancholy that I had to quit. <laughs> like, And I just like went to the ending, like, so I was like, does this get any happier? It doesn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was one of, it was like one of the feelings was like man this is soul crushing I'm like I'm glad I didn't actually read it because like part of the ending is just still seared in my brain as one of the most depressing things I've ever seen I I am unfamiliar with it so I do not know you what should, happens you, I was about to say you should read it but man you don't like sadness as much as I do I mean there's times when I do it's just like I have to be in the mood like I mean I watched Citizen Kane that movie's depressing but you know yeah I mean um, so okay, first off, so I think we're still writing our um, audio drama that's coming up soon. Yes, we need to yes. we need to get back to writing next week. And if you have time this weekend, we can. But next, I week, might. You, sound, you look busy, but um, so we gotta get that. We're also gonna have to do the November recommendation because I have more. Sorry, you cut out. oh, I said I we're gonna do me. the November recommendation. So oh yeah yeah yeah. So we're gonna, I am ready whenever you well, are. I have to think of a different movie for you because you freaking watched the one I was going to recommend. <laughs> Don't watch Parker uh, Rosa because that might be the one I... <laughs> Man, Parker Rosa's next up on my list, though. Rosa I won't watch Parker Rosa. I won't do it. Okay, Parker Rosa is so good. You will love that movie. So even if you I... don't do it for recommendation, it is such a good movie. I kind of don't know why I haven't watched it yet. It's like, definitely right up your alley. Like all, I think all Ghibli movies are right up your alley. Maybe not. Eh, I didn't really like Howl's Movie Castle because I thought the book was better. But I thought the I book read was the better. Up, oh, that might be on the recommendation. <laughs> it might be a very Ghibli theme for you next time. Howl's Movie Castle is great. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun, but the book was so much more lighthearted and fun that like I fell in love with the way because I read the book first. I fell in love with the way it was characterized in the book and then the movie took a more serious tone halfway through and it's just like ah fine can i suggest a web comic yeah sure depends on not laura olympus it's, it's not laura olympus okay. that's that's too long. and it doesn't end yet so there's really i mean i've I recommended could... web comics on the show that um only update once a week and it's still ongoing but it is still one of the best web comics i've ever read I mean, there's a lot of good web comics. Everybody, this read Headless has- Bliss. It is so good. I'm not going to tell you which one to read because it's going to be on the re- recommend recommendation. Is that recommendation? Recommenday show. The recommend show. The recommendation. <laughs> the recommendazing shows. Come on, you got to do it once. Birthday law. You have to say it. Birthday law. Birthday law. I, the Cake recommend. Slash, you got it off. Say it one more time. I didn't hear you. I already said it. I said I didn't it. Hear you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's what Catcher in the wishes it was. Updates. Do you want me to send you a scope to start making your kombucha? Hell no. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be doing writing more of our, um, what's it called? Of our um, audio drama. Audio I already, I have already told it's a three play. They have to be part of it. And. Maybe they are allowed to do French accents. That's up to you. It's your vision. Oh, I want them to do accents. Okay, perfect. Yeah, hey, Alex, want... you heard it. You get to do accents. Like, here's the thing. Um, I don't think me as an American has ever, like, done anything bad to France. So I think we can do French accent and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not to be weird, but it's like I don't really like we don't I don't think there's a history of bad blood between us and France, so oh, go nuts. Like that's funny. I I just I'm excited to do it because like it's not my vision this time, but I still have got a decent say of it. What do you say? Our vision. It's 
our vision. Well, last You're time, doing see, but the thing job, is, I guess writing-wise, this is going to be such a long episode, but writing-wise, we went into where I knew exactly what I wanted each scene to look like. And I knew exactly how I wanted each character to act and what they wanted to say. Like, I even had lines planned out at certain points. But this other one, you're like, yeah, no, this happens in the scene. Don't know how it happens, but they get there. And I'm like, yeah, we like know the end. Like, we know yeah. the beats of the scene, yeah. but um, like. It's discovery I, I writing, think, and it's interesting yeah. to me. It's mostly just, I gave you a very long description of the character you're writing. Just write that I character. Love, I love being sassy with that one character. We're not going to spoil Vivian, it. Vivian and Deja are both I really fun. I love being there. sassy with Vivian. Like, just how that scene where I just write her so cold, I just loved every second of that. Yeah, yeah but that's what she's supposed to be. She's supposed, you know, she's it, like. Okay, here. this episode's long. Thank you guys for tuning in for the birthday episode of our um, podcast, Birthday Law. You guys all, for my birthday, the law is you all have to go out and have an excellent day from here on. And I don't want to hear any excuses, okay, guys? This will be the best day of your life. Anyways, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I love everybody who listens because somehow we have listeners. <laughs> okay, Cody, what are your plugs? Check me out at plug. the Wandering Gamer Network. We do actual plays and Let's Plays on YouTube and where you find podcasts. <laughs> thank you for the happy birthday on the chat. And also, you can check me out at the Side Characters podcast where leah and i talk about cultural diversity in nerd culture wandering gamer is streaming right now um i guess i should go and raid them huh right now bye guys thank you for tuning in